Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You know, there is something in the NFL we should all be on the same page with, and it'll happen here not long from now. We'll tell you what it is coming up here just a couple of moments from now, though. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live we'll do it at TireRack.com. Studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be so you walk into this restaurant and you're not quite sure what to expect you're just not quite sure all right you know yeah i mean you're hoping for the best but you're just not quite sure so you take it slow you take it easy you order an appetizer well we'll get an appetizer to start i mean yeah listen uh, the draft beer was fine the cocktail was fine but let's get an appetizer to start and all of a sudden they bring out an appetizer and you go Damn. At that moment in time, that restaurant just became legitimate. That place just became legit. And you now are a frequent visitor because although the entrees may not be fantastic, they might not be the best cheeseburger you ever had, might not be the best pasta you ever had, but that appetizer at least got you into the door of considering that place as a regular stop for you and the family for the next however many years that you're in the area. We need the appetizer in the NFL to deliver. 
in order to make some things in the NFL this weekend that much more palpable so that we can make this the weekend we all need it to be. You got to have the Steelers win this game. And this is not a slight against the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Not going to sit here and try and piss off Ravens fans. But let's be honest here. What do you got to play for? You're already the one seed. Lamar Jackson's not playing. OBJ's not playing. They're, do- they're doing the right thing. There was some speculation. Do they play their starters? Remember a few years ago, 2019, John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, after they, they showed up and, and came up and, and just completely crapped themselves against the Tennessee Titans. 2019, they were the they had, you know home field advantage. Uh, they were gonna uh, it was gonna be us uh, against everybody in the AFC, and they got to go to Baltimore. And it was like, okay, you rested your starters week 18 or week 17, whatever it was back then. Then you had a bye week. Then you had your divisional round. Like they hadn't played in like three weeks. And John Harbaugh after the game said, well, yeah, you know, Russ definitely played a factor. Lamar Jackson made mention of it after that game. And it's like, you could understand why they would want to avoid that. So they go out and they, no, they decide, hey, listen, screw it. Rest is important. We need to be 100% healthy and we'll take our chances that this is a better football team and a different football team coming up the first game we get in the postseason. So if you're a Baltimore fan, what do you care? What do you care what happens in this game? It's not like your preseason streak is still going on. Who cares? Well, we care. We need the Pittsburgh Steelers to win this game. Because if Pittsburgh wins this game, it opens up the door for all sorts of scenarios. If the appetizer delivers, it opens up the door for all sorts of scenarios. Just from a playoff standpoint alone. Like, all of a sudden, there's another team out there that everybody in the AFC has got to be concerned with. Uh-oh, they won. Now we got to deal with that. That's another possibility. Now there's that we got to worry about. Like, if Pittsburgh wins, all of a sudden, they're a playoff team. If the Jaguars lose to the Titans, which is a possibility considering Trevor Lawrence isn't 100%, they're not quite sure whether or not he's going to be ready to go. And you've got to go to Tennessee to take on the Titans in that spot. So if the Jaguars lose, Pittsburgh is in. And look, as banged up as Miami is, and as, as, as critical as the injuries have been for Miami over the past several weeks, and they are an underdog at home against the Bills, it would not surprise me whatsoever if Miami ended up winning that game. They play Buffalo really, really well. They have over the past couple of years. And... If we're being truthful, it's not like the Bills lit it on fire last week. I mean, uh, you know, kind of an ugly win. So it's not as if it's impossible to think that Miami could win that game or Tennessee could beat Jacksonville. There are some factors that are looming that could result in that. So from a playoff positioning standpoint, we need the Steelers to win because it opens up all sorts of fun stuff. Like, you need it to... That's just from a playoff standpoint. And then from a player standpoint, let's say Pittsburgh does win this game. Let's say Mason Rudolph does play well. Let's say Pittsburgh is a playoff team. They get some help in those other spots that we just talked about. And next thing you know, Pittsburgh's starting a playoff game. All of a sudden, Kenny Pickett's more healthy now for that playoff game than he's been over the past month or so. And Mason Rudolph 
has delivered you and brought you into playoff contention and gotten you into the postseason, then what do you do? Now you've got a dilemma. Because now it's not a question of, well, Kenny Pickett's good enough to be the two just in case. No, no, no. Kenny Pickett's ready to play, and it's a playoff game. If he's your franchise quarterback, that's the guy you go with, right? I'm telling you, whatever you think of the NFL, whoever your team is, even if you're a Ravens fan, you should be rooting for the most difficult scenario and possible scenarios that you could possibly get this weekend in the NFL, and that's with Pittsburgh winning this game. From a playoff positioning standpoint, from a quarterback decision standpoint that could only, we only get that if Pittsburgh wins this game. They're going to need some help, but it all starts with this game. It all starts with the appetizer. If the app delivers, it's a prelude to what the entree could be, and I'm telling you, if you're a football fan, that's the result you're looking for early on. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so let me ask you this. Who the hell would want to be a head coach at all, anymore, on any level? Because I was thinking about this. Like, you've seen what has happened with college football recruiting and the transfer portal and opt-outs and all the other things that have come along with it. You know that Black Monday is right around the corner. You know there's going to be like a bunch of different coaches that are going to get clipped. Like Ron Rivera's birthday is tomorrow. Like, I mean, if you're Ron Rivera, I know they're going to do you a solid and wait till after your birthday to can you. But just for story's sake, like, wouldn't you just tell them, dude, just get it done with. Like, come on. Like, what? I mean, listen. Let's make this funny. You know, we know what's going to happen here. We know what the result is. Let's go. But the point is, most of these coaches are getting one to two years, and then you're turning and burning. Every single season in the NFL, you got six or seven jobs that open up, and it's Black Monday. Who's going to get fired? We need... And then you look around other sports, and you go, well... Wait a second. So Darvin Ham's on the hot seat now? Like like that's going to happen? Like 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 Darvin Ham might actually get clipped? Like wait a second. The Lakers were just in a conference championship last year and they just won your gimmicky rinky-dink crap-ass in-season tournament. And now all of a sudden he's on the hot seat cuz they've lost four straight and they've looked like garbage since the in-season. What am I missing here? Like, if you were somebody who was wanting to get into coaching, would you not at least kick the tires on another profession? Like, who would want to be a head coach? You talk about instability. Who wants it? In the NFL, you getting fired now has a name. It has been branded Black Monday. Like, your profession, a good percentage of it, Somebody's out of a gig every single year, and it's got branding now, Black Monday. Like, when you were given a hashtag, and it's the worst possible outcome of your profession, that's not great. You know? (laughs) That's not great. You know, it's like earlier this week. You know what hashtag was going around? Epstein Island. Not great. To be associated with, it's not a great I think it's not a great thing, you know? Not not really ideal. 
Hey, what's your name associated with today? Black Monday. Oof. Sorry about that. That kind of sucks. And then you're looking around the NBA. You go, wait a second. That guy was just, that guy was one of four teams remaining to win it all last year. That wasn't that long ago. And they just won your dumbass in-season tournament. They raised a banner and everything. And now he's on the hot seat. Okay. Boy, that's fun. And then in college football, imagine because in college football, you know what it used to be back in the day? It used to be, man, can you recruit? Like, can you recruit? Like, that is a big part of the job. Like, Ed Orgeron, great recruiter. Such a great recruiter, he won a national championship. Like, nobody ever uh, was out there saying, Ed Orgeron, great X's and O's guys. No, no, no. He could recruit his ass off. There was this anonymous poll that came out years ago where they were like, uh, you know, most overrated coaches. And one of the coaches on the top five list was James Franklin. And one of the reasons was, well, all he can do is recruit. It's like, uh, okay, I I don't know. Like, that kind of seems like a big deal. Kind of seems important. You know, it's like drafting some guy. It's like, well, well, all he can do is like, you know, jump really high, dunk, and like, uh, you know, hit threes. Boy, that sucks. Wouldn't want him on your team, huh? No, I'm building the basketball team. Get him out of here. It's like, why is that in it? Just think about it. If that's like one of the main factors to you having success, well, you got to be able to recruit. Nowadays, it's, well, not only do you have to be able to recruit, but you've got to be able to re-recruit your recruits. Like half the battle now, if not more, is can you convince the players you already convinced to stay at the place that you already convinced them to go to in the first place. <laughs> it's wild. Like, I'm looking around going, uh, who would want this job? Like, why would you want to be a head coach now? Like, wh- like why would you want any part of this? Well, it's for the money. They make all this money. Yeah, okay, but, like, that's a real grind to get to that point. And then once you get there, gone. So what's the goal? You just want to get, like, you're just looking for one contract as a head coach and then you mailed it? No, no, you, you want to become a head coach because that's your passion. Like, that's what you, you, you pursue that. Like, you take low-paying jobs. Like, your family lives in, in, in small places. Like, you come from really humble beginnings. You're working the video room. You're sleeping on the couch. Like, you got to do a lot to get to that point. And then once you get there... You're hashtagged professionally in the NFL. You're already on the hot seat a couple of weeks after you win some rinky-dink tournament in the NBA. And if you do finally get a gig in college football, have fun because now you got to resell players on the idea of playing for you after you just did it a few months earlier. I'm out. I'm sorry. I want no part of it. So whoever's into that and whoever wants to continue to pursue it, good for you. But that seems like a miserable working existence. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so we are going to have the usuals coming up here later on. By the way, is it X, Twitter? It doesn't matter. You know what I mean. That's where you find it. We are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We are going to have another edition of Do You Care? We've also got the final week of Knox Locks, and it all comes down to week 18 to close up the show. We're going to have that. And later on this hour, we are going to hand out an award here in the NFL like we do every single week. It's all yours here, a two-hour extravaganza from the TireRack.com studios. But 
Somebody in the NFL has it all on the line this weekend. And not for the reasons you're thinking of. I'll tell you who that is next. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up here in about 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to hand out an award. It is our final award of the year in the NFL. It'll be yours here again coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So one of the big storylines out there in the NFL as we head into the weekend is could this be the end of the era? The end of an era in the NFL and in New England when it comes to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And it look, it feels like everything is pointing towards Belichick being gone. There's a lot of speculation out there that this is it. 
that he may have some opportunities elsewhere. The L.A. Chargers have been brought up as a potential landing spot for Belichick. Like there's like there's some spots out there. You look at it and the fact that, you know, this this has gone on all year long that, you know, Robert Kraft, like there's been various reports. Belichick's been asked about it in press conferences. You know, there's people that are trying to tie some things together. Like, you know, is this uh, is Robert Kraft, you know, is is he looking to part, you know, part with him and then maybe bring in, you know, somebody else like a former assistant. Mike Rabel's name's been brought up before, you know, Gerard Mayo's name is not, like it does appear that we are at the end of the Bill Belichick era with the New England Patriots. And from one standpoint, you look at it in totality and you go, damn, we will never, ever see this kind of success again. He has dominated a division, a conference, and a league for over 20 years. Like just, it is wild to think about the success that he has had, and everyone's going to say, "Well, what about without Tom Brady? What did he do?" Okay, dude, like uh, we we could play that game all day long without this guy. What was he without? It was what it was. I mean, like, like, what do you want him to do? Trade Tom Brady? Like, you know what? Screw it. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of having the best quarterback in the NFL. Would you move on, please? Like, just think about it like this. Between 2001 and 2019, the Patriots won the AFC East all but twice. And the two years they didn't, they finished second. So from 01 to 019, New England won the division all but twice. Belichick was the coach of those teams. All right. If you want to do well, Tom Brady, oh, fine. Belichick was the coach of those teams. Like it has been a level of dominance we've never seen before. And it's going to all apparently come to an end this weekend against the New York Jets. But it's got me thinking, not only in totality about the run that Belichick has had in New England, but about the ending. And I'm not talking about this season where they're going to finish last for the first time. You know, the quarterback carousel has been a problem. The uh, talent on the roster isn't up to snuff when it comes to in comparison to other teams in the AFC East. But I'm talking about this Sunday. This is the end. This is the finality. And if you're Bill Belichick, I don't care what you've done over the past 20 plus years, I don't care about the Super Bowls. I don't care about the dominance of the division that we laid out just a couple of moments ago. I don't care about any of that. If you're Bill Belichick, you have to beat the New York Jets on Sunday. You don't have a choice. You have to. Because if you don't, the ending is going to sour everything that happened before it. Now, you could say, well, nobody remembers when uh, Joe Namath was an L.A. Ram. Nobody remembers when uh, so-and-so finished here. Nobody remembers. There are times where the ending can sour everything that happened before it. We've seen it in sports. When you think of Coach K, how did he go out? Lost 
in the NCAA tournament to, of all teams, North Carolina. You don't think that eats at him every single day? You don't think that eats at Duke fans knowing the greatest coach maybe in the history of the sport was our coach and his ending was a loss to North Carolina? And not even North Carolina on the road or North Carolina in a regular season. No, 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 no. His final game ever as a Duke head coach, he lost to North Carolina in the NCAA tournament. You don't think that eats at them? That that needles them? You don't think North Carolina fans have that on Duke? It doesn't matter what his win-loss record was against North Carolina. It doesn't matter how many national championships he won. It doesn't matter how many times he beat the Tar Heels and what they did against them in the ACC. None of that matters. Forever and ever, North Carolina fans will be able to look at Duke fans and go, Hey, uh, how'd Coach K go out? How'd that feel? It isn't, I mean, we've seen other examples. You know, one of the great boxing rivalries ever. Like, if I were to tell you, this is a great rivalry. Be like, all right, well, what were the results? Well, two teams met four times, and one team won three of those four. You'd be like, that's not really much of a rivalry. If it was 2-2, I get it. That's not really much of a rivalry. No, 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 no. But, like, I'm telling you, this is it. One of the great rivalries in boxing, and there's been several, was Manny Pacquiao, Juan Manuel Marquez. And for those of you that haven't seen the fights, first of all, I recommend them. Every single fight was a classic. But for those of you that hadn't seen the fights, this is how it went. They fought the first time, and it was a great fight. It ended in a draw, technically, but it should have been a win for Pacquiao. One of the judges miscounted their scorecard. Not even making that up. They miscounted their scorecard. Had they properly counted all the knockdowns that Pacquiao had of Marquez, Pacquiao would have won the fight. But that's not what happened. So then, they meet the second time, close fight, Pacquiao wins. Then they meet the third time, close fight, Pacquiao wins. So you're looking at it. Listen, this is 2-0-1, but should have been 3-0 Pacquiao. Why the hell would we want to see a fourth fight? And what did Pacquiao do? He accepted a fourth fight. And of course, what happened in the fourth fight? Juan Manuel Marquez knocked him out cold, flat, face-planted him on a right hand. In a fight, Pacquiao was getting back in and starting to run away with. And Juan Manuel Marquez timed up a right hand and shock outlined Manny Pacquiao like we've never seen before in his career and never saw it since. Nobody did that to Pacquiao. Not Mayweather, nobody. And what did Juan Manuel Marquez do afterwards? No, we're done here. I have no interest in fighting him again. Well, why would he? He got the last laugh. Yeah, but he lost, uh, you know, a, a two of the first three, and it should have been all three. He's down one. He's down one three to pack. No, 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 no. There are some endings that land a little bit different, and that one landed different. Just like Mike Shashevsky losing to North Carolina landed different. You could say whatever you want about their totality of their careers and their win-loss record. There's a reason why Marquez doesn't need to fight Pacquiao again. Even though nobody considers him as good as Pacquiao or as historical as Pacquiao. Never needs to fight him again. 
There's a reason why North Carolina never needs to play against Coach K again. No, we're good here. Well, no, we're all good here. Belichick has beaten the Jets 15 straight times. This is his final game as a coach of the New England Patriots. I don't want to hear anything about the previous 15. If he goes out with a loss to little brother, the team that he resigned from about an hour and a half after he took the the gig to go take the Patriots job, if he loses this one, that's going to land different. And he knows it, and so do Patriots fans. You can't let this happen. You've dominated the Jets for years. You can't let Jets fans have the last laugh because you know what you can say to them? Oh, what about all that dominance we had against you as when Belichick was head coach? You know what they're going to say to you? How'd it end? How'd it end? We sent you off riding a giant fat L just like Coach K got from North Carolina and just like Pacquiao got from Marquez. And sometimes the ending is bigger than what happened before it. And that's what it feels like could happen here. If the Patriots come out flat and the Jets win this game, that is the dig to the rib cage, the knee to the nuts, the stepping on a Lego in the middle of the night that you never forget. And that's exactly what the Patriots are going to have to deal with. And that's exactly how Belichick's going to have to deal with. If if the Jets come out and win this game, you'll never hear the end of it. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's coming up next here. We are going to hand out an award here on Fox Sports Radio like we do every single week here from the TireRack.com studios. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, (laughs) this is an award for us. Oh, my goodness. For the first time in a long time, make some noise for Brian Finley. Hey, Jonas, some people would say that, that me hey. working on the show with you is the feeling of stepping on a Lego in the middle of the night. That's what they feel like when they hear my voice on by this way, network. By the way, is there hey. anything worse than that? There really worse than no. stepping on a Lego. No. It's terrible. Vomiting. No, there, there really isn't, Jonas. And I, I've been your place, and you do have a lot of Legos, and there's nothing, and there's no shame in playing with Legos at whatever yes. age you are. That's not true. Listen, if you know my house, uh, there's a bunch of uh, monster trucks lying around. Uh, my kid is obsessed with Monster Jam and Monster Trucks. They're everywhere. Literally everywhere. It was garbage trucks. Now he's now he's transitioned up to Monster Trucks. I don't even know what's next. Like, what is next? Like, fire trucks? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know if, if there is a progression after this. He is already into Monster Trucks. He can list off every... He's two years old. He can list off every single Monster Truck by the alphabet. If I go A to Z, he can name every single one. It's unbelievable. It's obsessed. You know what also is unbelievable is the fact that we're here on January 6th, and I just saw when you drove into the studio, when you parked your car, you still had the antlers attached to the side of your car. Jonas, it's January 6th. Why do you still have those furry antlers on the sides of your car? I just can't get to understanding that. I'm not opposed to being misrepresented on the air by people I work with. It happens every single morning when I'm working with Brady and LeVar. I'm not opposed to that, but I will not be misrepresented as somebody who has antlers on their car after the holidays or during the holidays or any time ever. That is a disgrace. And if you are somebody who drives around with antlers on your car, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well put. Well put. So we do have the college football national championship coming up on Monday. 
And Jim Harbaugh was speaking to the media today, the Michigan head coach, and the lead up to his team taking on Washington, and was asked, of course, about whether or not he's going to jump to the NFL. And he said smugly, quote, I'll gladly talk about the future next week and a future I hope to have one. How about that? Yes, I hope to have one. Close quote. So the good non-answer answer. I mean, listen. <laughs> like, I mean, that's only the beginning. What do you see uh, the pretzels he puts NFL media in? I mean, uh, like, like part of me hopes he actually takes the Patriots job just so the media can say, finally, we got rid of Belichick and get some answers around here. And then you get Harbaugh to answer questions next year. Like, that would be fun. Well, listening to the way in which you were talking about Belichick, it seems like you and him are really good buds. I mean, I like Belichick. What's wrong with Belichick? You don't like Belichick? Hey, Finley, let me. You, you better mind your P's and Q's. He might actually be in LA coaching the Chargers next year. So you better, you better watch it. I, I better watch it. Yeah. By the way, there is one NFL game coming up later on tonight, and it's Steelers and Ravens. And Pittsburgh linebacker Alandon Roberts is expected to play today. This, according to league sources. He's coming off a pack injury. And NFL Network says Jaguars are intending on activating wide receiver Christian Kirk in time for Sunday's game against the Titans. He recently had that core muscle surgery. And lastly, we do have a bustling of college basketball games. Jonas, I know that you've got about three or four of them on right now on oh, different God, screens I I mean, like, in listen, your control well, I mean, room. Like, how do you want it? Do you want, uh, you know, Villanova, St. John's? Do you want Kansas, TCU? I mean, I'm all over the place here. There's We got you know, Florida, Kentucky. I mean, there's all sorts of fun stuff here, Finley. Well, I was thinking about, like, Southern Miss and James Madison. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Isn't James Madison undefeated? Uh, yeah, that might be yeah. a different sport. Or actually, no. Yeah, You're absolutely are. right. Yeah, they're undefeated. Unbelievable, Jonas. I, you, I, know my, I know my college basketball. Yeah, there, there was no satire there in saying that, that you know your, your basketball. And speaking of basketball games, we've got number 6 Kentucky. They have taken a lead against Florida. At Gainesville, 29, or excuse me, 29, 79 to 76, 35 seconds to go in the second half. And it's been a Wildcats second half where they have outscored the Gators by 12. Midway through the first half, number two, Kansas is bludgeoning TCU 21 to 8. So I'm not sure if bludgeoning is the right word when there's only a three point differential, but why not just throw something in a little bit different? Put a little there. heat checks, if anybody's listening. Yeah, exactly. I know the, the, the fiance is not listening, so I can get away with a few things. Oh, by the way to slide that one in. Congratulations, Finley. There you go. Is that what you wanted? Congratulations. Yeah. And, and I wanna, uh, you are engaged. I, I want to get this on the record. It is a living human being. This is not some blow-up doll. So oh. I, I want people to know that. Some people were trying to say that it was, but I have evidence that it's a real human being. So. Uh, I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong with uh, you know walking around. Listen, love exists even <laughs> right next to a, uh, an air valve. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, Finley. And you just do what you got to do. Listen. I'm, I'm not here to judge. This is a judgment-free show here on Fox Sports Radio. And with that said, Jonas, I'm going to send it back to you with a new nickname, The Love Doctor, because yeah. that's what I think of when I think of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there he is, uh, Brian Finley, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Newly engaged Brian Finley uh, here on FSR. Uh, by the way, Finley, you want to hear a good story? Let's hear it. All right. So when I was in high school, I had this art teacher. And first of all, I was terrible at art. I'm just not good at it. And so I kind of had like a, I was getting like a C or B just because I was creative. It just never looked good. Mm-hmm. Like the, the intent was good. It just never looked good. I just couldn't, I was, I've always been bad at art, drawing, things like that. Yeah, you were a Jackson Pollock kind of guy. I'm just not good at it. I'm not, that's just not, not my expertise, uh, nor is anything else. But 
I remember having this conversation with him, and he threw out like a college basketball, like a Final Four result. And I told him, I was like, no, that's not what happened. He goes, what do you mean? I was like, that wasn't the Final Four that year. He goes, what are you talking about? And I listed off whatever teams it was. And he goes, no. And this is, you know, before I could look this up on a computer or Mm -hmm. cell phones or any of that. And then I proceeded to say, in fact, I could tell you the final four teams of the last 10 years. He goes, oh, "Oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah, I could do it right now. He goes, okay. He's all, write them down, same to me right now, without looking them up on the spot, and I'll pay you 20 bucks. I was like, okay. Hmm. And I literally wrote down every final four team from the previous 10 years because I loved college basketball. And he came in the next day and he said, wow, you were right. And I was like, I told you. He goes, okay, I owe you 20 bucks. That bastard proceeded to pay me out in installments of spare change for the next month. Like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get, like, a crisp $20 bill. And look, like, I was working. I think I might have been working at Chuck E. Cheese at the time. Like, sure. I was making pennies. And I was like, man, this would be great if I could have, like, a fresh $20 bill. You know, this could go towards me paying for my yearbook at the end of the year, which is way too expensive. And this guy came in and just would drop off whatever was in his pocket. 13 cents here, $1.05 here. And it took like a month to pay off the $20. So that was my that was my gift and curse at the same time. I eventually got my 20 bucks, but not without a big bunch of a hassle. And that's know? the so, most you've ever made in a day. Listen, I was gambling back then, Finley. How about that? You thought this was a new thing. You thought Knox Locks was just here. And then I was gambling on myself back in the day. You see? You've made some good d- decisions, though, when you're yeah. gambling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm sitting at 500 with one week to go. Yeah, you bet it. You better believe it. Uh, but we will get into that later on in the show. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up next um, in about, well, let's say less than 10 minutes from now, it is another edition of Do You Care? All right, so we are going to tell you the truth about major stories in the world of sports. But right now, it is time to hand out our award, our TGFG Game of the Week in the NFL, the final of the 2023 20- 2024 season and it goes to Broncos and Raiders. Oh, there nothing screams TGFG game of the week like a couple of teams who have zero to play for. The Broncos and the Raiders have both been eliminated from the playoffs. They are both mediocre as mediocre can get. Now, the Denver Broncos have a bigger storyline. What happens with Russell Wilson? What do they do with Russell Wilson? Well, I'll tell you what happens with Russell Wilson. He'll be playing elsewhere next year. It won't be in Denver. The writing was on the wall when Sean Payton took the job over. This was a hope for the best, but let's look forward to 2024 year for the Denver Broncos to begin with. Sean Payton is calling the shots and he makes the decisions there and they are coming to the end of this season with eyes towards the future and then if you're the Raiders the obvious move should be make Antonio Pierce the job but they've got one game to play and I got news for you this game is not going to determine whether or not he gets the gig moving forward thus this game means zilch fantasy football is over but you know what's not over gambling speaking of gambling that's why the Broncos and the Raiders are our TGFG game of the week our thank God for gambling game of the week because if not for gambling nobody's watching this crap Jonas Knox here Fox Sports Radio get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox and coming up next it's another edition of Do You Care and it's yours right here on FSR Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. There is a reason why something is happening in the NFL. A lot of people are scratching their heads. They can't figure it out. I think I have the reason why it's happening, and I'll tell you what that is again, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of Do You Care, though, I want to remind everybody, shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, including earlier this hour, where we discuss the one thing in the NFL we should all be rooting for today. Make sure you check out that podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast again. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Patrick Suica, to find out what the hell's going on. Pat? Hey, Jonas. All right. Welcome to Do You Care? And let's start us off with the NFL with this one, Jonas. It's the end of the year in the NFL. And with that, we have awards and more that are actually given. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Jonas. The New York Jets actually have given awards to their own players. One such being Aaron Rodgers. He was named the most inspirational player on his team. Now, Jonas, do you care that Rodgers' teammates seem so fond of him? Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, First of all, I love it here. I love the fact that this is a story written about by people in the media. Like, I don't know who's the most inspirational player on the Titans. I don't know who the most inspirational player is on the Giants, the Bears, the Colts. 
have no idea. But we know who it is for the Jets. And you want to know why that is? Because it's Aaron Rodgers. And he continues to find a way to trigger people in the media every single week. I think it's hilarious. I hope he continues to do it. I find it entertaining. I got no issue with it whatsoever. Next. All right. Next up, we have Cowboys rookie kicker Brandon Aubrey has been lights out on kicks this year to the extent that he's now zeroing in on the quote-unquote greatest field goal season ever. If he kicks three more field goals in a row, he will break Mike Vanderjack's all-time record of 37 kicks in a row all season. Do you care if Brandon Aubrey breaks this record. Yeah, I want to see history. I love it. Like, this is He's been unbelievable. He's a former soccer player I, at Notre Dame. I don't think he ever kicked uh, at all whatsoever at any capacity for the Notre Dame football team. And he was like an XFL, USFL guy. And I actually, I made fun of this move in the offseason because I was like, of course, Jerry Jones went out and signed some guy from one of these other developmental league or spring football leagues, rather, instead of, you know, signing somebody more established like a Mason Crosby or a Robbie Gold who are available. And I look like a horse's ass because he has been lights out all year. And I hope he breaks the record. Next. All right, Jonas, the Orlando Magic will be retiring Shaq's jersey on February 13th, and he will go down as the first retired jersey for the Orlando Magic. Jonas, do you care that Shaq was the first Magic to have his jersey retired? No, I don't care. I, don't this, this is, I mean, like, like, what took him so long? I mean, he hasn't been there for a, for a long, long time. It's like, you know, like, are things that bleak in Orlando that now you're rolling this out? I mean, good for them, but this does nothing for me. Next! Alright, Spurs rookie Victor Wembanyama and Bucks Giannis Antetokounmpo put on a show the other night when at the end it appeared that Wemby actually ignored a post-game handshake by Giannis. Do you care that Wemby spurned Giannis's handshake? No, listen, we need care. we need more red asses in sports. Things have gotten too soft where people are hugging and sharing jerseys afterwards. We need some enemies. We need some bad blood. We need some vitriol. That's what we need. That's what we grew up with. I need more of that in sports. Next. All right, we're going to go off the grid here of football. We're going to go in the local mall of at Miami. There was speculation of 10 feet tall aliens roaming the mall, but the rumor was shot down by Miami Police Department saying it was a teen prank that went apparently wild. Jonas, do you care that a random Miami mall would be the first place for aliens to invade and show up? Yeah, listen, first of all, uh, if aliens pick Miami, you're going to have a lot of coked up people from outer space like that is going to be a wild part of our lives if that actually takes place. But the fact that people actually believe this story enough to where police were called ought to tell you how dumb and gullible some people are. And it makes the rest of us feel a little bit more normal. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So I think I might know why something is happening in the NFL. It's actually pretty obvious. If you think about it, we will get into the answers, though, coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And no matter where you are making us a part of your Saturday afternoon, we appreciate it. We will be taking you all the way up till the end of this hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. And we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be be you know it is kind of wild actually when you think about it so week 18's here which means the cold glass of water in the face is right around the corner right and i look i'm not trying to be negative and i'm not trying to think about negative things but i've always been and i've talked about this before on the show that there are two different people in the airport there are the people that are coming and the people that are going like, because when you walk into the airport, when you're getting ready to go somewhere, there's a different energy. It's like a different vibe. Like, you get to the security gate. It's like, hey, whatever. Deal with this. Sure. Take your time. Yeah, do what you got to do. Ah, don't worry about it. I'm not annoyed. Nothing can bother me. I'm, I'm out of here. And then the feeling on the way back is completely different. Because then it's like, oh, God, here we go. Okay, like, uh, this, all right. Like, I, I, every time I would fly to Chicago, when you go through Midway Airport, if you go through Midway, there's like a clear, I, like, you can clearly see in plain sight the other security line. Like, sometimes it's obstructed the views in different airports, but you can clearly see the people that are leaving and the people that are... Like, they can clearly see each other. And I just remember every time I would make eye contact with somebody that was on their way back out of Chicago, they always looked miserable. I was like, God, what's their problem? It's Chicago. I don't understand. Like, come on. And then you find yourself there three days later, and you're like, oh, I get it now. Just kind of miserable. Like, we are right around the corner from the fact that there's no NFL. We already got our first cold dose of reality on Thursday night. No NFL. No football. Not even college football. All those bowl games you complained about, all that's going to be gone soon. Going to be out of here. You know, like, oh, what do I care about? Some, you know, makeshift toaster and a, and, and a Pop-Tart coming out of the bottom. What do I care? Man, you would kill for that coming up here in, a, in, in about a month or so. It's all going to be over. So, again, appreciate it. Final full slate of NFL games here. We got two today. We got a bunch tomorrow. And then 
everybody starts to get weeded down and weeded out and they disappear and they fall the way. Now, the good news is the NFL's made itself a storyline all throughout the course of the year. But as far as games go, enjoy this weekend of football because it's the last of its kind for a long, long time as we await for next year's NFL season. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. All right. So I have a. By the way, at the Jonas Knox, already the uh, positive tweets have already started to come in. So we will read uh, some of those here per usual coming up here in the next uh, next few minutes from now on FSR. So there's been a lot of question marks about what the hell is going on in Philadelphia when it comes to the Eagles. Now, it does appear like Philadelphia is going to have to go on the road in the postseason especially early on, because it does appear that Philadelphia is going to lose the NFC East. Dallas should win that division. They should beat Washington. Philly, doesn't matter what they do. The control is out of their hands. Last week's loss to the Arizona Cardinals was a disaster, but it does appear like Philadelphia is going to have to go on the road. The good news is they're going to take on the NFC South winner. So if Philly goes on the road and they got to go play the NFC South winner, They'll be a favorite in that game, whoever comes out of it, whether it's Tampa, Atlanta, New Orleans, who the hell knows at this point. But Philadelphia will be favored and they'll win that game. So that's good news. I mean, we have a, a recent example of that. We saw it last year. Dallas finished second in the division. Dallas had to go on the road. Dallas ended up beating the NFC South winner, and then they ended up losing the next week in San Francisco. But the point is, at least you're going to get a win in the postseason, so it's not going to be all for naught. You know, it's not going to be like this big waste of a season with a bunch of drama and back and forth and disappointment and all the other things that come along with it. But it does get back to the question, what happened? Why are we here? This team was destined for great things, and now... You've got security members getting kicked off the sideline. You've got a quarterback with a balky knee, and it doesn't it doesn't appear like he's been anywhere close to healthy the entire season. You got a head coach who reportedly doesn't see eye to eye with his best wide receiver and AJ Brown. AJ Brown having to speak on it. Jalen Hurts talking about commitment issues. Jason Kelsey looks frustrated. Like, I mean, everybody looks worn out, frustrated. They're getting booed. Like, what happened here? This team was on the rise. They had found their franchise quarterback. They had paid him. They've been landing talent left and right. They get DeAndre Swift on a draft day deal with the Lions. Like, you're looking around going, like, where are the holes in this roster? Yeah, the secondary's a little banged up, and yeah, they can be exposed from time to time. But man, oh man, like, like even Jalen Carter... Maybe the best overall prospect in the draft fell to them in the bottom portion of the top 10. Man, nobody thought Philadelphia was going to end up with Jalen Carter. Because a stud, all of a sudden he ends up, because of course he would end up in Philadelphia. He played for Georgia, for, for God's sakes. That's how this goes. But what happened? And it seems pretty obvious to me what happened. They lost the Super Bowl. I mean, what do you mean? Like, we all know this. Remember the first time you threw up on booze? Not to take a drastic dark turn here, but let's take a drastic dark turn here because that's what we like to do on this show, right? Because not like a bunch of candy asses who want to soft play stuff. No, 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 no. Let's take a drastic 
dark turn and talk about the first time you threw up on alcohol. So when you were uh, drinking the night before, you were making some questionable decisions. I know the first time I threw up on booze, I still remember what beer it was. And there was some other hard alcohol that was mixed in there, some shots. But I specifically remember, and this isn't a shot, a knock at the beer. I'm not taking a, a dig at this beer company. I just know that this is what I was drinking the night before. It was a beer called Red Hook Ale. Might have been an ale. Darker beer. I'll put it that way. And the beer is fine. People probably love the beer. For the rest of my life, the only thing I think of is that beer made me throw up the first time I ever got sick because of alcohol. Again, not because of the beer. The beer is great. It was because of the person consuming the beer. I was irresponsible. I was young. I didn't really know my way around. I didn't have my sea legs, so they say. I just didn't know a whole hell of a lot about what the repercussions would be if I have another one and then another one and then another one and then decide not to eat for hours and hours and hours and don't drink enough water and don't pace myself and don't like all the other things that come along with it. But the point is forever, I recognize that that is going to be why I feel like crap the next day. Everybody's got that one alcohol in their life. Everybody's got that one booze in their life, the one drink they had that you can never have again because, man, oh, man, that's not a good idea. I know what that looks like the next morning. We know as football fans, we know as NFL fans, we know as NFL media, reporters, writers, gas bags on the radio, blowhards on TV, big mouths on social media. Like we know, like I don't care who you are. If you've been around the NFL long enough, you know that the reality is when you lose the Super Bowl the previous year, the next year ain't all that hot. It's why there's such a thing as a Super Bowl hangover. So the fact that we're seeing Philadelphia struggle the way they are, we all should have probably seen this coming. It's why when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl the way that they did, and Jalen Hurts was the best player on the field, I mean, there's a really good chance they never get to that point ever again. Ever. When Philly won the Super Bowl the first time around, it was like, man, and they did this with a backup quarterback. Imagine what they'll do with Carson Wentz back healthy. It's like, I remember saying at the time, like, dude, you don't know how this works. It's really difficult to get to a Super Bowl. It's really difficult to win a Super Bowl. Imagine trying to get back there and do it again. And they got back there, but with a completely different quarterback, coach, staff, bunch of different players. But it was years later. It's really hard to do. It's difficult to do. So when they lost last year, I'm like, man, like there's no, like you guys think they're going to be back? Like, like we know this about Super Bowl hangovers. What is it? Two, three teams have ever come back and won a Super Bowl. Maybe you get to the playoffs, but more often than not, it's not like you're going to be back and and actually win a Super Bowl or, or make a deep run in the postseason. Like, this to me felt like what it was always going to be with, with the Eagles. The fact that they started off with the, with, the, with the record that they did is impressive. That should be commended. 
But if you go back to early in the season, man, there were a lot of games that were really close that they won that you looked at and went, I don't know. Like, yeah, they won and they've got this impressive record, but it just feels like there's a lot going on there that ain't right. It always felt like this is kind of what the season was. So when everyone's looking around scratching there, like, God, what's wrong with Philadelphia? What do you mean what's wrong? What did they drink the night before? It's easy. The night before, they drank a Super Bowl loss. We know how this works. We've seen it all the time. You know know who had a Super Bowl hangover last year? I mean, the Bengals. Yeah, they made a deep run. Didn't end up going. Like, you can go throughout the... Go throughout time. Remember Atlanta when they lost that heartbreaking Super Bowl? They were kind of like the Bengals. They won a playoff game the next year, and then they lost in the division. We know what this... Like, this is usually what the result looks like. Some results are a little bit... Some hangovers are worse than others. But make no mistake about it. They are hungover. And so maybe next year is a better year. They get back healthy. I don't think Jalen Hurts has been healthy for majority of the season. Maybe. Maybe that's how this goes. But I'm looking at this whole scenario in Philadelphia going, yeah, this seems about right. Like, if you've watched enough NFL throughout the past several years, you know this is usually how this stuff goes. And this is pretty much how it's going for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, if you're surprised by it, I don't know what to tell you. They're going to be the five seed. They'll win a playoff game. And then I don't like their chances in the next round versus whoever they get. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, which is a fine place to hang out if you want upbeat, positive conversation here on the show. Because if you want people that are being infiltrated with compliments, this is the show for you. Like David, who tweets in and says, Joni, the bleep McAfee wannabe bleep clone without any of the ounce of talent, success, or fame. Get back beta bleeping form against unwatchable ESPN. You bleep soy boy. Another guy writes in. You Jim Harbaugh ball washing bleep. Keep bleeping your micro bleep to your warlord takes the bleep chargers job, but still remains as bleep irrelevant and useless as your bleep ass is. You bored up bleep. The Judas Knox, not Jonas, but Judas Knox on Twitter writes, take your soy boy ass back to the bench. Your weak ass wouldn't make it as a coach because you'd be too busy bleep gazing to get anything done. You little bitch. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter. That is at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And a happy new year to you and yours if you want to see the unedited versions of all of those here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, All right. Coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios. There is the potential of a very surprising move to be made in the NFL very, very soon. We'll tell you what that is next. Boom Tetris for Jonas. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up about 10 minutes from now, here from the TireRack.com studios. I probably shouldn't be rooting for something to happen in the NFL, but I kind of am, to be honest with you, because I think it would be a really fun story. It'd be a really fun story, like a feel-good story. Not one of these negative, sick, sadistic stories that I sometimes like to root for because you know, it kinda, I know it outrages people, and I think it's funny to sit back and watch the chaos. Like I've always said, one of my favorite roles in any movie is in the movie Stand By Me, where there's that uh, that kid Lardass who wins the pie eating contest. And spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the movie, it's not my problem. Uh, but uh, Lardass wins this pie eating contest, but intentionally makes himself sick so that he can get sick, and then he knows that it'll make everybody else there in attendance get sick who was mean to him. It's kind of like his revenge. And he just sort of at the end of everything, when everyone's kind of, you know, blowing chunks all over each other, Lardass has got there with his arms crossed, just looking and admiring his work, just standing back and looking at all the chaos. And that's kind of like how I am when it comes to sports. You know, like sometimes I just like to sit back and look at all the chaos because none of it really bothers me, but it is hilarious just to see some of the outrage that some people have with some of the stuff that goes down. So there is a uh, there is a scenario that could play out in the NFL that I'm hoping for, and it's not one of those. It's actually a feel-good story. That'll be yours here coming up uh, in about 10 minutes from now. Um, there is the potential of something happening that I don't think a lot of people thought was possible, but the more that you hear things start to come out, the more that you wonder – oh, God, this could actually be a real problem. Like, this could actually be the end of an era for somebody else in the NFL. Now, we talked about the Bill Belichick situation with the New England Patriots, to where if you're Belichick, like, I know that you don't think 
short term when it comes to your your entire career with the Patriots, you're always going to think Super Bowls first and you're going to think about all the success you have first. But if you're Belichick, the ending has to matter. Like the ending, like you got to go out in the right way. And the right way to go out is beating the Jets again. You've beaten them 15 straight times. Why don't you just make it an even 16? All right, well, let's just get to that even number. Make it a 16 and then go on your way and you'll take your five-win season to close out the year. But at least, you know, you swept the Jets. You beat them in your final game as Patriots head coach. And then you can go off and, and, and live your life in peace. It's like if you lose to the Jets, they're always going to have that one on you. Like, oh, what about that last time? We sent Belichick into retirement. Like, that's what they're going to eat. And that's going to bother him. It's going to eat at him. Much like Coach K against North Carolina, it's going to eat at him. And so there is the potential that Belichick is gone after this year, but that his final memory and moment as Patriots head coach is losing to the team that he'd been bullying for the past 20 years. You can't let that happen. You got to beat the Jets on Sunday. You have to. But one of the other names that's been sort of tied to the Patriots job is Mike Rabel. And the more you're hearing stuff and reports from various people, whether it's Albert Breer or Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, the more that you hear this stuff come out of Tennessee, the more it feels like it's a kind of a strange spot that Rabel's in. Because it does feel like a little bit of a transition. You know, maybe there's a little bit of a rebuild going on there. They gave it a run this year. But, like, you think maybe Will Levis is the guy, but you still got some other decisions to make. Maybe Derrick Henry's on his way out. Maybe you're moving off of him. You know, who knows if DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a long-term fix there. He's had a really nice year for them. But, it like, if you look at that division, it's like, man, Houston feels like they're in a great spot. Indianapolis is doing all this with a backup quarterback. The guy they drafted isn't even there. They feel like they're in a really good spot. Like, it it does feel like, looking around, like, okay, Jacksonville, it's been kind of an up-and-down year, but they've got their friend. It does feel like the one team that is in sort of this limbo is the Tennessee Titans. And the more that you hear reports come out of there... The more that you're hearing rumblings that Vrabel may not see eye-to-eye with members of the front office, it's a brand-new GM there. Like, maybe Mike Vrabel, you know, his idea for for where he's going to... Like, you know, Vrabel's talked about it. He said, well, you know, I hope to be here. But the fact that they're even asking the question, I think, is telling. And Mike Vrabel's going to be one of those guys to where if he's available, he'll get hired immediately. Like, Gerard Mayo is a great candidate for the Patriots. They're very high on him there. He seems to be the heir apparent. But if Mike Frabel was available, or they felt like he was going to be available, or they could have him, you don't think Robert Kraft would want to hire Mike Frabel, a guy who knows the Patriots' way, he knows uh, Patriot way, he knows the Patriots' success, he knows everything about the organization, he's been there at the highest of highs, won Super Bowls there. Like, you don't think Mike Frabel would be a guy people would jump at? Which is what makes some of these other jobs that much more interesting. Because all of a sudden, it isn't like a normal hiring cycle where, uh, you know, you've got some, you know, potential name. Bro, you've got Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach of all time. He's going to be available. You've got Jim Harbaugh, who's going to be out there, out and about and available. Like, you've got a lot of potential and a lot of landing spots for coaches out there. 
Like Ben, like there was a report from Albert Breer that Ben Johnson, the OC for the Lions, that David Tepper of the Carolina Panthers would just hand him a blank check and say, hey, I got a young quarterback. He's a number one pick. Love what you did in Detroit. Love what you did with Jared Goff. Here's a check, please. Like there, like there is a lot, like there's a lot of big names out there and a lot of stuff that's out there that is going to like maybe make some teams consider making moves and moving off coaches that maybe they weren't originally planning to. Like, I don't think Arthur Smith should be canned. Arthur Smith deserves another gig, another shot at this, but he deserves another shot at it with a quarterback who's a viable option. Like, he's kind of had to work with whatever the organization decided to do. Look, Deshaun Watson was there. They didn't want to give him all that guaranteed money. Otherwise, he'd be in Atlanta. But I've talked about it on the show. If the Bears move on from Justin Fields, and I think they're going to, man, Atlanta makes a ton of sense. Grew up in the area. A lot of people love him in that Arthur Smith system. I would love to see him get another opportunity. But if you're Arthur Blank and you're looking to make a move and you realize, oh, wait a second. Belichick's going to be available. Harbaugh's going to be available. You've got other owners that are willing to spend and out there. You got to make your move now. Maybe Vrabel's available. There's some people who think maybe Mike Tomlin could be had. There's even the rumor that's out there that's a real one that Dan Quinn is in his final year as defensive coordinator for the Cowboys because he might take over in Seattle this year. Albert Breer's brought that up with us before to where Pete Carroll could be on his way out. He could be stepping down and retiring and Dan Quinn would be an heir apparent in Seattle because he coached there, won a Super Bowl there as an assistant, and they have such a close relationship. Like with this much potential on the head coaching market, I wonder if there's going to be teams that make moves that you were surprised by. Like, I don't think the Bears are going to fire Matt Eberflus. I don't think it's happening. But if they, you know, all of a sudden are looking around and Jim Harbaugh says, I want to go to Chicago. I mean, do they consider it? They make a move? I'm Look, if you follow baseball, nobody thought Craig Council was going to be managing the Cubs this year. He is because they realize, oh, we could have him. Like, there, like there's oh, the potential for a lot of stuff out there that could go down. You've got a brand new owner in Washington. Maybe he's willing to spend big money. Like the Raiders, Antonio Pierce feels like he's the guy, but if you believe anybody out there that 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 knows a thing or two, like there's a potential Mark Davis is for sure going to call Jim Harbaugh and say, what would it take? You coached here before. You started your coaching career before here. Like what would it take? So you just start to see some of the names out there, and it's like, Man, these may be surprising, but in an offseason like this, I think any job is up for grabs. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Within reason, by the way. Within reason. All right, not any, not just any job, but there is, within reason, some jobs that are up for grabs. Uh, all right, so you can hang out with me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next here, we are going to take a closer look into what would be a really fun story in the NFL playoffs for as long as it lasts. That'll be yours here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, make some noise for the newly engaged oh, thank Brian you. Fenley. Thank you, Jonas. That's so kind of you, by the way. And I, I can't believe that she said yes. And yes, she she is a human being. We why do, though? Why though, family? Why do you? Uh, you're surprised she said yes? Why? I think you're a catch. Dude, am I? Yeah. Okay. You like that? I'll take the self confidence boost yeah, anytime. At least I could do. You know. Yeah. By the way, 
I like to take one of your terms here as we look at NFL today. Is it considered with the two games today? Is that double barrel action? Uh, no, because they're back to back. Oh man! I so just... yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up. So uh, there's a clear double barrel scenario on Monday Night Football at least a couple of times a year. Well, I hope it's more than a couple of times, but this past season to where you had side by side two games going on at once. And I've I brought up that term on the show in the morning with uh, Brady and Lavar and. I was made fun of by Dan Levitard, who apparently was listening to the show and was mocking my calling it a double barrel action in the NFL, which, you know, a a bit insulting. I like Dan Levitard, but it was a bit insulting. It was double barrel action, and it's actually a term taken from baseball to where when there were two relievers going, a righty and a Mm. lefty, the announcer would go or the broadcaster would go, we've got double barrel action going on in the bullpen. And so I took that term and applied it to these dual Monday night football games. And so it is not technically double barrel. It's simply back to back or double header, if you will. Oh, Jonas, you broke that down so splendidly. You like that? I like that. By the way, uh, broadcast I, professional. I hope you don't read the tweet that was directed at both of us or whatever the X comment from Eat Blank and Die. That's the handle. Yeah, he's a big fan of the show. Big, big fan of the show. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know if we can read that on the air. But yeah, but uh, so yeah, as far as those two NFL games that are going on later on today, we do know according to NFL Network that it looks like former Ole Miss Rebel and left tackle here, Pro Bowl guy Laramie Tunsil dealing with a groin injury is, is expected to be back in this game today for the Texans. It's also appearing as if Will Anderson Jr. dealing with an ankle problem will be able to go. So we, we have, of course, that Texans-Colts game. Also, the Ravens and Steelers will be going head-to-head. Some inactives for Baltimore in that game. Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., Lamar Jackson is going to sit this one out for rest purposes. Trevor Lawrence got on the plane, headed to Nashville as the Jaguars. Ooh. How about that? What do you think? Do you think he's going to play tomorrow? They haven't said, but he's on the plane. Jonas, you think that might give it away? I mean, I, I just love when we get that sort of an update. <laughs> so and so's on the plane. Like, who is it? Like, there was somebody that happened recently with where it was like, uh, you know, for the record, so, oh, it was uh, when Joe Flacco was spotted on a plane headed to Cleveland. It was like, oh, you know, what does that mean? And next thing you know, he's like the comeback player of the year. You know, like so. I mean, look, it, it's something. I mean, I like that we're getting that sort of uh, that sort of coverage here, Fenley. Yeah, you're more. You are a TMZ kind of guy, and you know, I, I feel like that's that's the kind of TMZ news that that you're always behind, always top of your game there. Well, yeah. I mean, come on, you know me. I hang out with those. The TMZ follow, cameras follow me all the time. You know? uh, yeah, they they do. They Big time. they follow you all the way into the ditch, and right, <laughs> right 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 into the Dollar Tree. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they follow me. <laughs> from from Dollar Tree to, to making that dollar, and that would be in college basketball. A lot of these guys are with the NIL situation. And we did have some top 25 games go on. Number six, Kentucky coming back and beating Florida. 87-85, to 85, outscoring the Gators. The Wildcats did by 10 in the second half. Number eight, North Carolina buzzing past number 16, Clemson. 65-55. to 55. The Tigers went 1-18 of 18 from three-point range, which I think, going back to Jonas, your JV basketball day, I think that was your stat line, one of eighteen. It's not true. Three point range. I was uh, I was one of two from three uh, when I played uh, CYBA. 
I had two three-point attempts. I was one of two. So 50% three-point shooter. Okay. And you got in the game for, I think, two minutes that season, Well, right? no, that's not, that's not true. Uh, but the Final Four game, we played the best team. Uh, and I believe we, we were significant underdogs. We only lost by eight. Yeah. But we were double-digit underdogs. So if you had us, you won money. But I hit a three from the corner. And then my last three was like a desperation. We were just trying to get back in the game, and the clock was winding down. So I don't know if you really – I mean, technically it counts as a three, but threes that mattered, uh, one for one in my career. That's so, fantastic. So, so, so why don't you put that in your tennis racket pipe and smoke it, Let, let, me, let me tell you something. 100%, that's about as, as many as far as percentage of your gambling picks that you hit, right? No, absolutely not. Or is but it I'm, more like a, a Chris Dudley at the free throw line? Oh, you hey, like why, you, hey, why do you get to mock Chris Dudley? What was wrong with Dudley? Hey, what was his uh, uh, was free like, throw percentage? It was like thirty-seven percent or something. No, it was, it was not. Like, it was under forty. It Hold was on, worse can, than Shaq's. Can, can we fact check that? Can somebody look up Chris Dudley's free throw percentage? You're saying it's thirty-seven percent? I'll take I'll take the over, Finley. It is definitely. I'm looking it up right now. It is definitely worse than Shaq's. Okay, had a free throw percentage of forty-five point eight in his career, according yeah. to Google. Okay, so a little Don't bit. Don't you of high- disrespect Chris Dudley? He was good for. You know, yeah. not less than one of two. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with a little hyperbole? Like nobody does it on the the sports radio hemisphere, right? Nobody does that. Nobody. Does Don't that you that. ever talk about me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll leave you with this, Jonas, because I know that you are really invested in all these college basketball games. Uh, number three, Houston, trying to go to fourteen and zero on the season, and they have taken a crowbar out on West Virginia, fifty-seven to twenty-seven. Fourteen. 42 to go in the, in the second half, Jonas. Did you hey, pick Ke- the under over for that one? I don't know. Kevin Pitt snuggling, walking through that door, though. I'll tell you that. That's a bad look for West Virginia. Remember Oof. Air Bear? What was his name? Air Bear for West Virginia as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I remember him. They had that great NCAA tournament game against Wake Forest and Chris Paul. I think it went into double overtime. I remember that back in the... Yep. By the way, speaking of West Virginia, what's Bob Huggins up to? Is he... Uh... What, what do you what do you think he is doing now that he's no longer? <laughs> what do you mean drinking? <laughs> what do you mean? What are you, what's Huggins doing? What do you mean? Come on. Yeah, just, you know better than that. Please. Yeah, that's that's about all he can do. I don't yeah. know where else he's going to go without getting called out. Nah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, well, listen, I mean, uh, a lot going on, a lot going on in college football and a lot going on in the life of uh, Brian Finley. By the way, for those of you wondering, uh, the tweet that Finley referenced uh, earlier, uh, very insulting tweet. But what we, you know, if you know this show, the last thing we want to do is give any attention to the negative stuff on no, social media. Yeah. Uh, the Twitter account Eat S and Die wrote in and says, let me guess, Brian Finley's fiance's name is polyurethane. <laughs> so... Big fan I don't of the know. show. Yeah, I don't know if you uh, if you want to comment on that, family, but uh, happy New Year to you and yours. Yeah, well, well that's <laughs> and, uh, one of the nicest things anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> and this isn't any tied to the, the, the movie Along Came Polly, so this has nothing uh, to do great. with that. Could be the name of my child one day. Uh, thanks, family. Yeah. Thanks for being a good sport. Uh, There he is, uh, the great Brian Finley with us back on uh, Saturdays, slumming it with us here uh, Saturday afternoons on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Um, Now, to pay off the tease, 
I think it would be fun to have Gardner Minshew in the playoffs. I'll just put it that way. All right. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bloviate too much about it, but it would be fun to have Gardner Minshew in the playoffs. Uh, he has been tremendous for the Indianapolis Colts as a backup quarterback taken up early on. And if you listen to any of his commentary uh, while going against Max Crosby on the sidelines, it's fantastic. He would be a lot of fun in the NFL playoffs. So Indianapolis can get in. They can obviously win and get in later on tonight against the Houston Texans. Not the D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud wouldn't be a good story, but Gardner Minshew and company would be a really fun story. And to see where they were preseason with the Jonathan Taylor drama, with the Jim Irsay drama, all the other things that came along with it, losing their rookie and their starting quarterback early on, that would be a tremendous story for the Indianapolis Colts. I'll also say this, and and just I, I want to hit on this quickly. The Darvin Ham stuff with the Lakers is hilarious. There is the potential that this in-season bag of crap tournament that the NBA tried to roll out and tell you was important and actually mattered is going to be won by the team who then a few weeks later, fired the coach who won the title as they raised the banner up to the rafters. Do you know how comical that is? And if I'm Darvin Ham, I don't want to lose my job, but the sense you get from Darvin Ham is like, dude, uh, I, I'm, I'm a grown man. I don't need to deal with this crap. Like, I don't need to deal. Like, we were, we, I, we, I took over a bad team we were in the conference cha- we were in the conference finals and then when your bs garbage rinky dink clown show circus tent tournament and then a few weeks later i'm fired because my team was underperforming there is a hilarity to that that i just want to see happen just from that standpoint because now all of a sudden, nobody you're going to get labeled with the jinx. It's like the Madden curse. Now it's the in-season tournament curse. Hey, whoever wins that in-season tournament, watch out. You could be on the hot seat a few weeks later. Like it could actually go a long way in getting rid of that gimmick and that garbage they have tried to roll out this year. It could go a long way in making that happen. So, from that standpoint, Keep your eyes on the situation in L.A. with Darvin Ham because it is a clown show developing right in front of our very, our very eyes. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to close up shop with another edition of Knox Locks, and it's yours here on FSR. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studio. Stick around for Monty Bolaños and Alex Curry, who will be taking over these airwaves. Uh, always a good listen. Make sure you uh, leave it here and stay locked in. Because Monty and Alex will be taking over here again a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. A reminder that shortly after this show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of the show, be sure to check out the pod. Search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You're going to find all sorts of stuff in there. You're going to find out about somebody who got engaged. You're going to find out about Black Monday the potential of a move in the NFL that would surprise a lot of people, some chaos we should be rooting for this weekend, a miserable job in the world of sports, not the gambling we talked about last week, but something else. We're going to talk about how it really means to go out on a high note, all that fun stuff here, uh, plus the usual grab-ass and shenanigans you can find on the pod. Uh, So again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. I will also tweet out a link to that podcast at the Jonas Knox. But right now, it's time for this. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Locks. Now, we start off every week in Knox Locks looking back at the previous week. And if we look back at the previous week, it's clear that we were not on the right side of the Lions-Cowboys game. We had Dallas minus five and a half. And of course, while everybody else was complaining about whether or not somebody reported and didn't report and what happened on that two-point conversion, we were sitting there looking around going, well, this doesn't help us. We had the Cowboys minus five and a half, so that was a loss. But we did bounce back. We had the Ravens minus three and the Chiefs minus six and a half. Thankfully, Harrison Butker showed up for Kansas City because that helped us get to that point. So it was a two and one performance last week. It puts us at 24, 24 and three with one week left to go. We've never gone under 500 in the history of Knox Locks here at Fox Sports Radio. So let's see if we can keep the streak alive. Jets and Patriots. I mean, I got to go with the Patriots. You have to. The story's too good. And I'm willing to put my reputation on the line and our win streak on the line 
with an awful team like the New England Patriots. I like the Patriots in this spot. They are a two to two and a half point favorite, depending on where you look, but I just don't see them sending Belichick out on the wrong note. Just for the story's sake, I'm willing to roll with the New England Patriots. We're going to get snow. It's going to be quite the scene there. The swan song for Bill Belichick with the New England Patriots. All right with the Pats. Bears and Packers. Bears are one of the hotter teams in the NFC. Green Bay's playing well. They're playing for a playoff spot, but I like the Bears in this Go spot, Bears. and they're getting three points on the road. The Bears' defense has been one of the bright spots in the NFL over the past several weeks. The passing game, the offense with Justin Fields is coming along. I think the Bears figure out a way to keep this game close. I'll take Chicago on the road. Bills at Dolphins. I'll take the Bills. Look, they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite. It's on the road, but Miami's dealing with injuries. Buffalo's hot. It feels like one team going in one direction and the other going in the other. So I will take the Buffalo Bills in this spot. And that is your Week 18 edition of Knox. Knox. I want to give a thanks to Patrick, to Chris, Brian Finley, Brian Crandall behind the scenes. It has been a good show. It's been a fun one. Thanks for hanging out. Monty and Alex are next here from the Tyrac.com studios. Jonas, son of a bitch. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.